I want to propose that the highway to hell may be not just paved with good intentions, but micro-justification. This is success coach Martin Brossman, and I'd like to share a story of back when I was in the corporate world. I was a tech support person in charge of a building, and the president of the company was coming to visit. They had all the contractors stay home without pay for the time when he was showing up. They changed out the lab by putting in different equipment, flags hanging from the ceiling that were international. They removed the carpet on part of the hallway on one floor and replaced it with new carpet down to the level you could notice where the change occurred. If you look down the hall, they repainted the walls on that side and then they brought in different employees from another area that were to be manning the equipment. Now, my understanding is the president was coming down to also see what was going on. And the area where he would be didn't look at all like normal operating procedure. Well, I found out that it was a upper manager who had instructed this action. And I saw a service call on her computer come in. So I grabbed it. And when I got in her office, building good rapport and saying, I'm here to help, what's the problem and address it? She said, how are you doing? Obviously not really caring, but trying to be polite. And I said, well, I'm really depressed. She said, why? I said, well, as being a permanent employee, I saw all the changes they made before the president came down. And it doesn't look anything like what's actually here. So he's going to get a false impression of what's going on. And as I described each one of the things I saw that was changed, she had a look on her face like the emperor of the emperor's new clothes discovering in public they were naked. She said, wouldn't you want to make a good impression? Yes, I'm proud of the contractors are here. They were sent home without pay. These changes don't represent what we do at all. He's going to make decisions based on false information. I loved her quote. She goes, well, I'll I'll need to bring this up with the committee, knowing full well that she had made the decision. And she was trying to control the anger that she had of being caught. Now, I've seen this over and over in my years in the corporate world. I don't know that all these people that I met similar to this person, came in with the behaviors that look like a sociopath. From my experience of the many years in the corporate world, what happened is some of them were formed into this by thousands of micro-justifications over time, compromising their principles for the survival of their job. I'm not making judgment on them. I'm just stating what I experienced. So when Enron occurred, and I had spent a number of years working on PCs and computers around the triangle and overhearing many conversations, I wasn't surprised at all because this matched my direct experience of what can happen, not always happens, but can happen in institutions, organizations, political offices, and corporations. When the individuals make micro-justifications over and over. Now, who's to blame? I, I believe, in this case, 
all of us is the answer. You know, the company for not encouraging open communication, the individuals for not making sure that they had another career path and probably living far beyond their means so they couldn't afford to leave the job. The list goes on. Make sure that you design your life and your environment to support your core principles, to set yourself up to win with them. This is my thought for today. Welcome your comments. This is success coach Martin Brossman. If you get value, make sure to share this with three people. Thanks again for all the recommendations, reviews, and please send your feedback as well to martin at martinbrossman.com and put in the subject line referencing the podcast. If you want to learn more about my coaching, go to coachingsupport.com and have a terrific day. Take care.